Welcome back to the Suka Podcast, everyone. Oh, hi guys, it's me. Hey, it's me, Sam. It's me. Hey guys, it's me, Luke. It's Luke. It's Luke, Sam. Hey guys, it's my first time on this podcast. Uh, we've got Just a special kidding. guest. Oh, oh, special guest. Go. Hey, I don't want to cut you off. What are you gonna say? I, was gonna, I thought I thought you were a special guest. You confused me. Oh, sorry about that. Uh. Sorry for the little confusion there. I forgot I was a host on this podcast as well. Ooh. That's a little uncomfortable. That is. Wow, dead silence. That's a little uncomfortable. Cricket, cricket noises. <laughs> Sorry for that little mix-up. This week, um, we're just going to be talking about the future of filmmaking and what we think it's going to look like, and then also a little bit of a blast from the past, a little history lesson from me. I'm going to give you guys Sam, a little bit of a history lesson. Sam, you guys look at Sam and you're like, he's a, that's a film guy. No, that's a history buff. History? Not really, but Sam. Not very good at history. Sam has been, do- <laughs> Sam has been doing a lot of history research on the past of film the more more of the innovation of film like and stuff new that it's was going it's like on. i didn't know sam was just this this dreamy history guy cut the dreamy you ever you ever <laughs> seen harrison ford that's pretty much sam you know the professor from indiana jones that <laughs> not the actual indiana jones <laughs> and then we're also going to talk about at the end what we've been doing with Cinemet, which is our film company, if you don't know yet. Little spoiler alert, I did a wedding from these people from Africa. And let me just, just a little tease. I'm going to be showing clips. If you guys are listening on Spotify or podcasts, or if you're just on YouTube and not looking at the screen, first of all, what are you doing? You could be watching us. You could be watching. Look at our faces. Look at this. You want to look at our faces. But what I was going to say is... I'm going to be guys giving you guys a little bit of a tease because I was recording while I was photo- doing photography. So if you're if you're serious, <laughs> you can't do video while you're doing photo. That is illegal. Oh, no. I was, dude, I was doing an illegal I'm film technique. I'm going to call cops on you. Sam, don't please. <laughs> and then at the end, we've got a little surprise for you guys. And I'm not even going to tell you what Oh, my gosh. Yet. I literally don't was like. Don't say it. Guys, I'm not going to say what the surprise is. But can I please, Sam? No. Okay. Not yet. Fine. At the end, we're gonna tease him and tickle him. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean it like that, guys. That was weird. <laughs> All right, uh, Harrison Ford minus the Indiana Jones part. Give us a little bit of your film history that you learned this week. Okay. So, basically, where it all starts is from a little movie. 14-minute movie called A Trip to the Moon, which is a French movie. Well, let me just give clarification. Sam's about to bless us with film history of the film industry because we're going to be talking about what we... (laughs) Boom! That was a massive bomb dropped in, you guys. History bomb! (laughs) What we're going to be talking about is he's giving us all this history because we want to talk about what is the future of filmmaking? OMG! OML. Oh, my Lord. Sam. Sorry. I'm really sorry about that. OMG! Oh my gosh. Gosh. <laughs> That's if we're just like those words, if you guys don't know acronyms, we're also giving you acronym drops. LOL, lots of love. No. B- BTW, <laughs> be right no, back. This is oh. going to take us down way Sorry. too dark of a road. <laughs> I cut off Sam's history. Let's go back. But just a little tease maybe the future of history could be something with VR. That's just Ooh. going in my head, and I'm trying not to go a million miles per hour right now, but my energy is on fire because this thing we're going to tell you at the end, your mind is going to be blown. You are not prepared for what's going to happen at the end. But right now, <laughs> right let's now. take you down a trip of film history lane. Dang, Sam, take let's it away. Let's take a little I'm bit gonna... of a trip. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> let's go all the way back to Wait, unknown Take me back. Date. Take me back. Okay, I don't know the date. 
Just imagine you're really old. Oh, I can imagine it. You're in France. It's so hard to hold things without shaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this uh, this movie called A Trip to the Moon was a French movie, and it was one of the first like fiction-based movies where it was like a story, and basically the story was these scientists. Wait, it was the first movie. It was not the first movie. First movie in France. It was the first like fiction oh. movie. Oh, but so like, it was like non-real. Yeah, it was like, the first. Yo, I know that alien's not real, but it's in the movie. Yes, bas- exactly. It's a wild storyline. Let me give you the quickest synopsis I can. Give it to me. It, so scientists create a bullet to shoot at the moon through this like mile long <laughs> oh gun. Oh my gosh, I know what that is. And because I'm a film, it guy. hits the moon. The moon has a face, and the moon just like bleeding. Oh. And then they go on the moon. In the moon, there's this guy, or there's like these aliens. They get kidnapped by the aliens. Then they fight the aliens, but the aliens, it's just what Okay, what was important about this? It was the first time that they had like made it. Yeah, it was was the first time they had like taken something that isn't possible and made it real. And this is 19... I don't think so. I don't, (laughs) I'm bad at dates. It happened um, sometime before now. Sometime between BCE zero and modern day, day America. America. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, a trip to the moon. What and comes they, after that? They so the thing about that is they used all set design and all like it was basically a play, but it was filmed. Um, okay. So, so like everything was like two D, but they made it look three D. Like the bullet is. Just a plank of wood, but when they're loading it in, it looks like it's like an actual. The way bullet. like they shaded it and yeah. stuff. So everything it looks cool. And I wonder if we could do something like. I bet we it could. Is, it looks. Oh my gosh, we could make it so dramatic. Oh yeah. Ah, green screen it's our fully, face into it's a moon. It's fully silent. The movie is fully oh. silent. Not a sound. <laughs> <laughs> audio listener, she just went. <laughs> Did you just show an audio listener? Audio is no volume yes. showcase. Yeah. No volume. Showcase. No volume showcase. This is one of the episodes. If you're on podcast or Spotify, get off, get on YouTube and watch us. Secret Productions. Watch it. And also watch some of our old videos. Just a little little plug. Pretty funny. Okay, so we we go to the moon. Now Now we go go? to a different moon. And I'm talking Star Wars, baby. When he's good with his words. (laughs) (laughs) So in my mind, the next big step in innovation. Oh, actually. Wrong. I'm so sorry, guys. Ooh. Green screen. Green screen. Green screen. Sam, the by next. the way, uh, if you viewers uh, looking on the video, Sam's cheating with the note. I got little, notes right there, guys. He has notes right there. He's yeah, cheating. I needed notes. <laughs> <laughs> but so the next step was green screen. And the first one, first movie to use that was called The Great Train Robbery. Another completely silent film. Um, and very minimal silent. use of green screen. Silent films are epic. They are. Cause it's hilarious. Cause no, this is be... this is what a silent film's like. Wow, you're really good at that. If again, audio, audio listeners, he was going. You know, don't even tell him what I did. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> audio <laughs> listeners, he was. <laughs> that so, silent films are cool. Just yeah. sorry, guys. I just like to. I just like to kick in this. I just like to kick in and give my opinion. But it's hilarious. It's not meant to be funny. But the like silent film genre is just always funny. Yeah, because so, they're like. So, this guy gets shot. This guy gets shot by a robber, and he goes from squatting down on the ground, stands up, does a three sixty around with his hands in the air, and falls over. <laughs> died <laughs> laughing. Yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. But the only, 
there's not that much green screen. It's literally a window in the top of the set that shows a train going by, and that's the only use of green screen. But that was the first green screen? Yes, that was the first time green screen was used. Well, green screen, for you people out there that have zero idea, it's a green screen, and <laughs> what you do is you stand in front of it, um, and you can put, basically you use, you key out the green light. That's why if you ever hear, don't wear a, don't wear a green shirt on a green screen, because what they're doing is they're taking that color out, and you're basically putting this black, it's black screen basically in editing and film terms means blank and nothing's there. Like you can move, oh, I have this picture of the moon. Moon. I have Another a picture moon, of the moon. Moon reference. Moon <laughs> Moon in the back. I am in, I'm standing in the front. We have a camera in front of me filming me, green screen in the back. Moon's behind me. It's not really there. You're just taking the green screen out and putting something there. But you got trolled because you thought the moon was there. Idiot. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I thought that was the real moon. A great example of green screen oh is... Bad Boy Outlaws. I was going to say uh, Kung, or shoot. Taekwon Taekwon Fu. Two great films by Sam. You I, would not, not know those were green screen. Oh my gosh, our first example using green screen is so funny. We had, it was this movie, because we had training geese and we're like, for like Taekwondo, because Sam and I were Taekwondo boys, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, we fight we're pretty hard. T- we're pretty tough. If you picked a fight with us. Oh, sorry, I almost ripped my shirt. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you picked a fight with us, number one, whoops. Oh. Big mistake. Oh, Bummer! You just sorry. Got, you just got clapped. <laughs> you just got absolutely destroyed because we took kung fu. <laughs> Don't know if that's were we eight? Maybe. Maybe we only learned when we were eight, and then uh, that didn't go that well. We had this master, Grandmaster Smith. He's massive scary. dude. Now, the first thing they told me when I walked in, they're like, "Oh, here's a photo of him breaking fourteen bricks with his hands." So I was like, okay. "He also." W- had missing fingers. Oh yeah. And I misbehaved one time, and he told me about his war stories. Oh scariest experience of my life. <laughs> I did not know I was that. so young. Well, he used to be like, all right, guys, we're doing push-ups today. And then little did we know, they're like, all right, give me 100. So we'd be up and we down. We were the fastest. We were Sam the best. Sam and I were just playing the system up and down as fast as we could. <laughs> well, they would They would sometimes, I think it was before you were there, I did it with Noah, my brother. Um, and Shout out. And he... <laughs> He would tell everyone else to do like a certain amount of push-ups. Then he would tell me to do more because I would do them so small and you fast. Do the, the mini push-ups. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, I'm yeah. so good at this. Well, the and number one, it's impossible to do that many push-ups when you're that young. Yeah, but okay. So getting back on track, we well, we uh, have to explain Taekwondo food. They want to. Oh, yeah, the yeah, people yeah. are like, oh, Sam, why did you try to draw me away from Taekwondo food? Taekwondo food was a story. It was like oh. a kung fu. So it was like we combined taekwondo and kung fu. We did one video. It didn't do that well. It was like training to become. It was like joking, training to become kung fu, taekwondo, fu, taekwondo plus kung fu, taekwondo. Fu. Oh, excuse me for that big yawn. I'm a tired widow boy. <laughs> sweepy widow boy. I'm a sweepy widow Noah, boy. Noah came up with that. Sam's brother. Shout out again. Shout out Noah. Noah, great, great guy. Sorry if our energy's a little crazy. We're just feeling good because this thing we're about to drop at the end is like. Wowza. Some of you may know it out there. Yeah. Uh, we, we like to tell. We like to share. <laughs> but getting to finish this Taekwondo food story, Sam and I are out in a field or out on this hill. Um, we have two friends with us. Oh, my gosh. I'm a yawning boy. You better stop that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we're up on this hill filming. Our script is like 
So it's so long, so complex, and we go up and film on a hill with an iPhone and a, a iPhone tripod, and a, we had a sword. And, oh my gosh, it was a lot. It was wild. It the was, story, it was set up to be a longer series, and the story was basically, there's a super, like, powerful sword that these two idiots Blade of Yaoxing Ming. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're, we were we were ballsy. <laughs> And that works. Yaoxing Ming. Yeah. Noah came up with that. No, I'm just saying. We were ballsy. Oh, yeah. We were ballsy. <laughs> but we were doing this outside. Didn't get filmed correctly on an iPhone. We get back home and we're like, oh, my gosh. We need green screen. So we ask our parents. So we made an intro. Ask our dads. Can you hold up this green screen outside for us? Oh, my gosh. That's number one. That's hilarious. Can you hold this? We up had for our me? dad stand on ladders. Stephen and I are firing off in our training keys, doing fake punches, and then I in the edit spent fifty hours editing our thing together to make it something. We had Sam's dad be God in our world, <laughs> where he gave us the book that told us about the sword and then the story. There's so many things went into it, and. That was our first green screen experience. It was, and then that led into wild. Bad Boy Outlaws, which all of you obviously know because it's an absolute hit cowboy song about Sam and I being absolute bad boy outlaws. Our, okay, back to the history. Back lesson. to history. Take a trip down the yellow brick road with me to. Oh shoot! I should Wizard know this year. Nineteen seventy-one. I'm not the history guy. You're the history. No, but Star Wars. Oh, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Jeez. Gosh dang it, guys! That's really embarrassing for me. I wish I, wish I did. I think I'm pretty sure. Some of you out there would be like, "I'm actually was in '69, releasing a um, separate theater." <laughs> or I think it was. So that to uh, to Luke and I, we love the use of miniatures, and but we've never done it. No, we've never done it, but we love them. I actually did use Playmobil one time. That was epic. But yeah, miniatures were obsessed with. Yeah, because Wes in Anderson. Star Wars. In Star was Wars, one of the. First to use miniatures, especially at the scale. Well, they used miniatures and CGI combined. Yeah. Jeez, I am yawning a lot. This is uncomfortable. This is awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> you and the viewers are in the that same boat. <laughs> viewers, can we get rid of this guy, Mister History Teacher? Why are stars miniatures so cool? Because the way they used them was so interesting. Like they would. It was especially was in space that they would use them with um, A New Hope was the forefront of the future. I'm kind of a geeked out on this because if you haven't seen Light and Magic on Disney+, Plus, it's, it's so, so good. good. That's why we know a lot about miniatures, and they would set up these huge models, and if you shoot close to the camera with a low aperture, what it or a high aperture, an aperture is pretty much that your camera, so like... A low. This would be a high. A high aperture is small, and a low aperture is big, and that's how much light's coming in. And basically, that's controlling how much blur. And basically, you want small hole, high aperture, low blur, which makes these things look huge. And you would what they do is shoot these either behind green screen or blue screen. It's the same thing. You're just removing that color. Um, and what they do is set them up on these rigs that move. Then they would set their cameras up on rigs. Right it now, I'm so schooling cool. the teacher, but the teacher already knew this. The teacher's watching. I'm this. a teacher's assistant. I've, I'm almost through watching it, Light and Magic second time. It's so oh good. Oh my gosh, second? It's so good. It literally went. So, what they would do is put 
these on a machine and they would move through with the camera moving at the same time and it would create this illusion of the ships. So usually like the ships would be backing up and the camera would be either pushing forward or backing up. And what it would do is make, and they would turn them slightly so the ships look like they're flying. And it was this super huge idea. George Lucas created Star Wars, needed a CGI team to create this movie of Star Wars and no one else could come close to it. Like he's like, no CGI place, no visual effects can do this. So he created something called Light and Magic. And they did this for Star Wars and that led to the doors being pushed wide open. Yeah, and then... Light and Magic created, worked because George Lucas and Spielberg were friends and they just created so And then so many other huge, like amazing, beautiful movies use them. Lord of the Rings, oh my gosh, I love those miniatures. Oh yeah. They're so cool. And that's not Light and Magic, but that's... Yeah, no, um, no, no, that's completely separate. They use miniatures in Lord of the Rings. Wes Anderson. Massive miniatures. But that's kind of, so this idea isn't the past of filmmaking, it's the future. And it's like, how did these things, these things pushed film forward. And the question right now is, <clears throat> we have amazing visual effects. We have these next level things. And we're not done with the past. We're not, I think you still have a couple more things you want to mention. I have a couple more points. But, Before we get into the future, what well, we no, talk about. Uh, don't cut me off like that. Uh, I'm leading uh, this, okay? Um, <laughs> we're, we're looking what the problem is about thinking about the future is there's so many amazing things that have been, been pushed forward and it's almost at the point of this is so improved, I don't know if there's anything else that could make this better and we're going to be looking at that idea but teacher, um, I think you need to give me another All right. lesson. I'm going to have to dock you 10 points for interrupting the D- teacher. What? You're, no. at a, you're at a B minus right now. Really? I had 110 extra credit points because I'm a cool kid. Looks back at 100%. <laughs> okay, so next we want to look at... It's time for you to get schooled. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next we're going to look at CGI. And one of the most, one of the coolest uses of CGI to me is Jurassic Park. CGI is computer-generated... Image. Image, just so you know. Computer-generated image. CGI, computer-generated image. <laughs> Gosh! That's embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Computer, stop. Oh, oh wow. that's so embarrassing. I'm blushing. Well, okay, so we can't really say the C word now. Yeah, we can't say the C word. Wow, that sounds bad. That does, but <laughs> my my Alexa is called computer, and it'll hear me talk about it. I was, I was it. watching it. It'll, it'll, ta- it'll hear me talk about it. Okay, so CGI, the use of CGI in Jurassic Park is insane. They use it on all the dinosaurs, and now you can tell, but one of the most insane parts is the T-Rex. Well, talk about why they had to do CGI. Do you not know why? They talk about Light Magic. They had the miniatures. They would oh, do yeah, stop yeah. motion miniatures. What they did in Star Wars, and it wasn't working for the scale, so they forced themselves to start using the C-word, computers, to start using and doing these visual effects on the com- the C-word. Oh, oh my gosh. I think I should just unplug it. Probably. I'm just going to unplug it. This is too... Sam, so you know it now you yeah, remember, yeah, right? Yeah. So basically, in short, they had to, they had the miniatures, couldn't make it work, so they... Okay, it's unplugged. They started using computers. Ooh, that's scary. And one of the most insane uses... And they still did use um, the models in the miniatures to some capacity. Like for the T-Rex, they had a model T-Rex. But they never used it in the actual film. They just had it. The head when it's moving in the trees. That's not CGI. Oh, didn't know that. That's why I have... Knowledge drop. Knowledge drop. <laughs> That's why my teacher's schooling me right now. Um, But yeah. like. But Jurassic wasn't the first use of CGI. No, no, no. That was just like... Not at all. Um, I, I don't know. What, what was the first CGI? 
Guys, my research didn't go that far. Oh, wow. So we don't know when the first CGI was. All we know is that was a big thing. Yeah, because one of the most insane people, or one of the most insane things people still are like, wow, is the T-Rex, like, so when the T-Rex, spoiler alert, when the T-Rex breaks out of the... Oh, the Jurassic Park is ruined for me. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. You didn't give me a spoiler. Um, Now I know the dinosaur wins and kills everyone. (gasps) Spoilers. <laughs> we just keep spoiling that back. Um, and forth. Okay, so what was mo- what was like incredible is like the they had done rain and like they'd used G. It was it's hard to explain like because someone who did a really good job of explaining it and like they tried redoing it as well is this channel called Corridor and Corridor Crew. Is, yeah, their main channel is Corridor. And they just like look at CGI and They're computer very, stuff. If you're interested in CGI, stuff, they'll explain everything. It's very cool. They're very talented. And good. But yeah, that is a it's a very cool use of um, CGI. There, that made me laugh. What? Oh, my I, knee. So usually Sam's brustling my toes. This time I got his knees. Sorry. This time I brustled just, his knees. We just, be, we just sometimes under the table. Under stuff the happens. table, mischief is happening under the table during this. Podcast. You can see our hands now. Okay, teacher. Oh, there has to be. How do you improve creating any graphic you want, creating anything to happen, lighting your stuff on a computer, saving edits on the computer? There's nothing else you can do. How can you improve filmmaking more? Oh, teacher, just how? All right. Let me drop a little something on you. M-A-D-O-L-O-I-R-A-N. I spelled, I added a letter in there. I'm sorry. Mandalorian? Mandalorian. That set is awesome. And there's been movies that have used what? Wait, the LED wait. screens. That's what I was about to yeah. ask. The LED screens are a way of bringing in now, a set. Real lighting. Yeah. Because the problem's lighting. In computer jet, CGI and green screen, the problem's lighting. Can't get natural lighting unless you really try. So what this is doing is instead of going to a real location, it's like bringing the location and the lighting to you and the way the Mandalorian did it is they had a full circle um, LED screen setup, so it would be like the actors and well, they saw it in the thumbnail. If you're on YouTube, you're gonna see it on the thumbnail. You see that? You it's see literally it? a screen. It's like a bunch of TVs put together in kind of a curved shape going around. And what it does is, if the, there's a light source here, it's lighting my face over here because the screens are putting light, nothing over here. Yeah. And it's replacing the problem with green screens. Like it doesn't feel real, doesn't look real. But having these screens, you can literally go in there with a the camera, and it looks like it's such high quality. It it's looks insane. like it's literally happening. Yeah. And the cameras now are so high quality, and technology is so powerful. Technology. Technology is so good that. It literally, you can go in there with the camera. The cameras track in a digital file about where they are, and put it behind. They did it in Batman, and what it does is going to say that it kind of what I wish we were talking about more is why these things are created to solve problems, and there's a lot less problems now. The problem is that there's a lot less problems to solve. Yeah, there's a lot less boundaries to break, and they needed this LED screen because of lighting problems, and they're innovating, and it's always hard to find. Okay, we're shooting in the desert today. Or we need to shoot in this Star Wars oh, place that looks like a Star Wars world. Oh, it's, it's either raining, it's dark, it's cold, it's sandstorm, whatever. Cloudy weather. Dealing with all these roadblocks. Having those LED screens, like, I'm going to jump over Bring that Bring in the set to, to me. me for $60,000. Yeah. 
Which actually, in does my I, mind, hey, 60 let me, grand do you mind if I ask? Do I ask them? Uh, does anyone have a spare LED screens that, uh, like sixty thousand dollars worth of LED please. screens? Please, guys, we're really <laughs> on it. Please, <laughs> if we beg, can we please have it? So now we're caught up on most of the big leaps, jumps, and hurdles that we've come through in filmmaking, and now we want to talk about. Now what? Future. What's next? What's next in the film world? So the future of filmmaking is a difficult topic. We just talked about all these groundbreaking things that are happening. And now it's like, well, what does that future look like? And one of my ideas is um, everyone nowadays, and this isn't saying we're not, it's, this is everyone it's snap. You got to have yeah, everything you're fast. watching. It's fast. It's got to be good. And it's got to be in a short time because you're going to get scroll. You're scrolling. Most of the time it's scrolling the next thing. Watching movies is one of the most difficult things, even for someone who loves movies, because it's like, number one, it's got to be good. I got to be able to sit down and it's like forcing myself for the, to get often, engaged. Often if a movie doesn't grab our attention, I mean, we'll still watch it, but, but it's the like best movies a, don't grab my attention. Yeah, right yeah, away. No. So it's like, Oh, this is such an issue and Sam and I have talked about this what like how can you make this process something that I have to go to the theaters to go see yeah and I was <clears throat> earlier this year I was at Universal Studios and they have this live performance the uh James Bourne no that's so I, me- oh my gosh this is so embarrassing I don't know I Jason Bourne. Jason. Oh my Bourne. gosh! Thank goodness, I was about to be disowned by every single filmmaker in the world. <laughs> Jason Bourne, the Bourne movies about this live action performance, and basically what he's doing is running in place, and there's these LED screens we just talked about, and they're moving behind him while he runs, and it starts to look real. Water gets splashed. The water splashes from the ceiling. This immersive theater experience, and the whole time I was literally like, it was live action combined with that. But I was like, if there was a movie and I was watching it. And every once in a while, there was a wind gust or a fire gust or a water gust. It would add this another level. But while Sam and I were talking about this, we came into the roadblock of, well, you get into older people or younger kids or someone that's like, I don't want this fully immersive. Like, I want to be fully immersed, but I don't want to get wet. Yeah. I don't want to get wind. I would want to be able to sit and relax and be comfy and eat my popcorn and not have it. Okay, what if water gets in the popcorn? Or you deal with all these yeah. things. There's all kinds of roadblocks. And... What, like Luke had said, the future of filmmaking and it, how it has always been is it starts from a problem that's being solved by something. And at the stage we're at, it's hard to create problems to solve. And like Luke was saying, the problem we think of right now is fast. And we need like fast in, pace or enter like yeah, not even constant. just engaged to a level of like our the difference of our movies is when you're there, it feels like. It's real. <clears throat> in yeah. an unposted podcast, because we had some file issues this was early on before this, uh, this is episode three, obviously you know that, Sam brought up the idea of having a theme park layout that you walk through the movie. Based, yeah. like one. Will you explain that idea yeah, again? Yeah. So basically what I had said previously um, is imagine, so every theme park is based on one idea. Not everyone. But most of them are based on... Like Disney, has all the Disney movies. Universal Studios is kind of like a bunch of different But what if you changed that from going, this is based on these things from to um, 
the theme park is based on this one thing and you go in the it's not like there's a movie already you go in and you experience the movie through the theme park and it would never change though right what do you or, mean like so let's say that they're doing this uh let's just say for some reason jurassic park never came out now it's coming out Okay, the movie's going to be, you walk through the park, you see dinosaurs, something goes wrong, you have to walk away or run away. You deal with the problem of, okay, yes, young kids can enjoy the same levels older. Or, yeah. like, people that are, like, wheelchair, something like you can't yeah. walk. It needs, it's well, hard and, to make something accessible for everyone well, when you're trying to change it so drastically. And. Your problem is you're going to build all these sets, and the movie is only going to be popular. Yeah. So almost you're almost talking about the future of theme parks. Yeah. Which I think you're onto, and I think that's right. I think that but I don't something... think I think that's we save that for another conversation yeah. of building because Sam and I love Disney, love theme parks. So getting into like that is something we really want to do in the future, and we think we will do because we're very optimistic about pretty much everything. Theme park. And it works out for us, um, but. What is your thoughts on VR movie theater? To me, the only thing I worry about with VR is what if someone's just really dumb and they cannot figure out how to watch it? Like, they're looking at completely the wrong direction. Oh. <laughs> and also, oh, well, bro- let's explain. Problem, even when, if you're sh- not stupid, trying to like always turn to where the stuff is. Oh, no, no. So let me explain what type of VR I'm talking. I'm talking you're in a virtual theater. You have seats next to you. Maybe we sell something that's like a chair with a big headset or something. So basically instead of Ooh, massive idea. Big dome goes over your head. That just audio spikes so hard. (laughs) Big dome goes over your head with these LED screens. And you're looking around and everywhere is in there. What if instead of that, it's more like... How do I explain this? More like an egg. Where yeah. you go in and you sit, and it's, it's a movie theater seat around you. Is everything a movie theater has just in your own? Those would be probably so expensive. But oh that, yeah, it'd be like ten thousand. But still, it's like you'd buy one and then you have access to all these movies. Oh, did yeah. you get the new model? New model comes with heating. New model yeah. comes with air conditioning. It's like wait, I can... new model comes with the smell of baked popcorn. Pop popcorn. <laughs> just the smell. <laughs> no actual food. Just everyone hates it. <laughs> it smells. I hate the egg. I tried getting rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> But with um, the film, uh, what I was talking about with the VR film theater cinema is um, it would be like you put on the headset like you're in that world, and it wouldn't be the big egg. It would just be like you sit in. Maybe it's a more complex, like, excuse me again. This this one comes with big earmuffs, or not earmuffs, big headphones that are like wider, surround sound plugged in. The, maybe the visor's a little bit wider, so it really it like goes from the corner of your ear all the way out, so it really has that wider, like you feel like you're immersed. Are you kind of talking about like the roller coaster experience in VR, but yeah, like but a little a bit better, like, like a heightened version? Yeah, and having the big theater in front of you because they had in the PS4, they have a way to play video games called in theater mode, which I don't know if you've ever done this. It's where, because I think VR is the future of entertainment. Because we can't just, Sam and I are not just all about film. We also want to entertain in all ways. We can. Like, if that's just like Disney did. So it's not just through movies that we want to be. We're not just, our, I mean, at least my goal is not to just be, and I think Sam's with me, is not just to be, I want to be a director. It's I want to produce things. I yeah. want to be doing this. I want to build a theme park. Just, I, want I want to build to, this company up to be something. Really, like our goals extend past, like, film. Just anything. Yeah, just keep... Anytime we set a goal, we're like, all right, one more. 
Yeah, just keep... Like, I want to see us have a theme park. I want to see us have movie theaters. I want to see us own a cream soda business. I want to see us reinvent... Oh, yeah. Sam and I really like cream soda. We want to have our own cream We're cream soda. soda boys. We're cream boys. <laughs> that sounds funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but having this theater cinema experience would be like, all right, our company is going to give out these... Uh, Sam just got a notification. That's embarrassing. I'm sorry. Uh, that's embarrassing. I uh, wanted to have this experience to have a visor... Maybe, like, we're releasing these things with super high quality, like, $1,000, and you have access. Oh, this thing only has ac- – right now we're only going to give access to our movies, and people can pay us to put their movies on our system. Now we're drawing in all these people. It's like, okay, you – like, creating something like that would be revolutionary. That would. While also having – because Sam and I have the film mindset, and through our business right now, Cinemat, we have that mindset. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't – You just made hard eye contact <laughs> touching my toes again. I didn't even break. I was like <laughs> – I know. I was like, what? <laughs> so having this – we Sam and I usually have something that we're looking to grow and be successful in money-wise and having a business because that's fun, but also having the let's create – let's still be directors. Let's yeah. still create films. But I'm not even as drawn to being a director as I am producing other people's ideas and our ideas and saying, um, you know what? You're better at directing than I am. You do this. Yeah. You're better at this. Let's just – I want to find and put the right people together to do things. And those are kind of our main – future filmmaking ideas if you have any filmmaking ideas please go (laughs) (laughs) sam our mic brand is called samson and sam covered up the sun part so it just goes sam and he just slow panned his microphone i can't not laugh we're just boys you're just hanging out with us i cannot that's what we want it to be we want lots of laughs and gigs I can't even do that because my, if you notice, my microphone is a little bit bigger. It's you can so, really tell on the Well, camera. I was also putting it closer. Yeah. Um, so we talked about future filmmaking. And as much as I want to keep picking our brains about that, I think there's, we can still talk about that throughout the yeah, rest we will, of this. We will probably pod, always the, talk about yeah, what the future is but looking now like. People kind of have a general idea. Now you can ask yourself, well, what do you think? Do you think VR is that way? And if you literally, if you have comments, one like thinking about it or email, literally, it's really interesting. There's something like you can do. You can message us anywhere. You can message, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> message us anywhere. And this is also a reminder: if you made it this far, you definitely should subscribe, right? Yeah, subscribe just so you can be notified when we post other videos. Now I'm getting a little sidetracked because <clears throat> I had one goal today. I wanted to talk about this wedding that I did for these people from Africa. So I'm second shooting for Michael Cook Photography. So good. As we usually are. He's literally the best. He's going to be on this podcast. We're forcing him. He, um, I was second shooting for him, and he was in, we were about an hour away, um, Mishawaka, Indiana, name drop. I don't know why that helps you guys. So I'm driving about an hour away. We, I go to this house. Um, it's the bride's house and they're getting ready. There's so many people here and right now people from Africa, let me just tell you, I've experienced one of the nicest people. Everyone's like coming up to me saying hi. Um, it was super fun. Worked with these really cool videographers, got to talk with them. Cause I'm always judging the videographers cause I'm like, yeah, you guys don't really need that shot because <laughs> we do videography for weddings too. At Cinema Studios. <laughs> um, so that was really fun being at. And something that African weddings do is 
they have this, they start singing, and I'll show you in this video, I won't have any audio, um, but and I highly recommend if you are on audio to go to YouTube and look at this because it's this, they're kind of walking down from, so the house is out in the porch, there's some stairs down out to the car, and that's the bride's in her dress walking out. She, all the girls that are family members and friends are singing these like, chants from like these cultural chants from africa and it was such a like i literally had chills like it was such a like like that sounds so cool there's like 50 people i still haven't shown sam the video you i'll show you after this sam hasn't seen it either so this is i haven't Sam's heard of this revealed. in depth either sam so and this i is told us to we're hear. gonna not reveal stories so we can tell the other one on so like you can ask questions as the viewers yeah. so you can kind of you and the viewers are friends i'm above you <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing oh, dang it. <laughs> So they're going out, and I set up my phone in the corner because I was like, I got to capture this. And so is Mike. Mike had his phone out recording. He's like getting it. <laughs> She's walking down, and they laid out. She can't walk on the is grass. Is this before or after the ceremony? This is before anything. This so, is She just was oh, getting so ready. Oh, so this is at the bridal house going, bridal house going to the car to, to go. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they're going to the park then to the ceremony because they okay. wanted to get photos. But she's they lay out all these like cool cultural sheets, and she's walking, and they're singing, and she's singing with them, and they're looking at it, and it was funny they kept yelling they're like get this get this photo get this photo but they didn't realize is mike was right next to her getting the photos and i was like oh that's fine he's getting it <laughs> I, think, I don't know why they're so worried about me capturing i was like no no mike's mike's the main guy here i'm just here for the second um did that she walked out and i was like okay this is kind of epic i was like ah, wish i was an african doing an african wedding because i was like all other weddings are pretty boring in America. Yeah. It's the same thing every time. And I was like, should weddings be a little bit more spicy like that? But yeah. then it's like, well, what would we sing about? Oh, say can oh. You? that would be cringe if that happened. So it's I, like I cringe. I was just kind that. of disappointed in like I was like I don't have culture like that. Yeah. So I was kind of like that was really cool to see from being in that completely different world and seeing that. So then from there. Mike sometimes doesn't, and I know he's not even watching this because Mike's so busy. He, I, maybe he is listening. Maybe he's listening to it on half volume on his Tesla. <laughs> so, Mike, I didn't even get to ride in your Tesla. Sam's never got to ride in. I got to no, ride in the Tesla. No, it's gone. Oh, it's old. Tesla is I think gone. the new one's pretty cool too. Mike's. I'm sure it's, it's Tesla. cool because it's a Tesla, but it's yeah. I didn't get the classic okay. ride. So Mike is yeah. You got a new Tesla. Sam's super, super jealous of Mike and his Tesla. <laughs> so Mike's like, here's the address, 20 minutes away. Send me in a place I haven't been. I mean, I've kind of been in this area, but not a ton. And now he's driving there. And he's like, oh, do you mind doing all the groom photos on your own? And I was like, gasp. <laughs> <laughs> I was so worried. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, oh my gosh. I was like, okay, I guess I'll go in. Went in, went up, and I thought, the groom I didn't because I learned from you I knew his name was Dennis I knew it well going in but I didn't know what he looked like I did not go in firing like you hey Dennis <laughs> because the one guy that was looking at me and saying hi to me I was like this is the groom saying hi little did I know the groom wasn't even in the room yet he's like in the bathroom <laughs> and I was like talking to the guys like yeah I was thinking I saw this area outside I think it'd be a cool spot for photos and he's like oh okay and I was like, oh, I thought he'd be a little more excited. Then he walks in. They're like, hey, are you going to get the photos of the groom? And I was like, oh, yeah, obviously. I was just checking my camera. <laughs> so I went, went over to the groom, met him. Super cool. Dennis, you're super cool. Did 
it was at this church. It was more of a traditional thing to always have it at a church, the ceremony. The lighting was a little weird in there, but I went outside, did all the photos. They're super cool. They all had like um, sunglasses, really cool Ray-Bans. And I was doing shots. I did this, found this cool stone wall. Then I found this cool pond, did all of that. And it was super nerve wracking. But Mike has taught me well. And I was good about directing him. And Mike Mike was actually, this is, I was very proud of this. Mike was like very, he thought my photos were very good, which I was like, yes. <laughs> and then he also mentioned, he said, the sports stuff you've been doing were good too, which that was a very proud moment. Because I've been absolutely working and you have. hustling. Luke's been doing a ton of sports photography and videography. It's been helping grow our brand a lot. And that kind of leads into... We've got a big announcement for you guys. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One last thing and then forgot to talk okay, about okay. this wedding. Then we'll say the big oh, announcement. Sorry about that, guys. Luke just teased you. I just you. teased you. Oh, how does it feel to be teased? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, when they walk down for the ceremony, they do these long... Okay, I don't know if it was like a... It felt to me from a non-cultural white person a cultural dance of them like playing music and doing like maybe they're just dancing but they had these like synchronized the Were all um, of them doing the same dance so it was first guy did a dance then both the parents did a dance going down then um the all like they paired up like the okay. best the what are those all called the groomsmen and the groomsmen bridesmaids. and bridesmaids all did a dance together and i think i have video i'm going to try to show it but they did these dances together synchronized and it was super cool going down and I was like ah this is so sick <laughs> I was texting my girlfriend like I wish I was African <laughs> I'm just like taking videos and photos this whole time while I'm actually supposed to be taking photos and that was it and then Mike didn't need me after that and he said the ceremony is around three hours normal ceremony is like 40 minutes to an yeah, hour that's a long three hours is a ceremony. long time he said everyone just kept doing lots of speeches so maybe that side i wouldn't like as much the dancing that's cool i like the dancing part wouldn't want to stand for three hours as the groom just yeah, stand no, there and have not. people talk to you yeah like guys can we can i please just bring me a chair <laughs> <laughs> okay you've had enough teasing Oh, the teasing is we're done, done teasing you. we're done teasing you there's a big announcement we're about we're about to drop there's, on you well let's just reveal so about three months ago my cousin was in town softball player they live in california they were here and i did a video and photo for her. my uncle kind of mentioned the idea to me oh i think this would be cool if the rest of her team had something like this that sent a little trickle of hope down my brain to tell for me to tell Sam, let's go after getting flown out to California and doing sports. At this time, how did, when I first told you that, what was your thought? Uh, okay, but initially, it, was it like that? I yeah. feel like it was more of like something a little bit more set in stone. Like, I think, was it not? I pushed it maybe a little further with my uncle. Yeah, I think that you had. I said my uncle is going to try to get us out yeah, to California. Yeah, and we were going wild. Sam and I were like, let's go! I mean, because... So there's been a lot of ups and downs with this because for a oh, yeah. while there, for like probably two months. So wait, so what we're telling you is obviously we're going to California. Yeah, we're going to California. Oh, it's literally 90, I'd say 95%. 95, 99. We're calling my uncle tonight to finalize flights. You're going to see vlogs. We're going to be in Cali. It's, it's going to be in so two cool. weeks we're going out. Yeah. You're going to see photos. You're going to see everything. Just stay in touch with what's happening and just stay connected through Suka. But Sam, what were you saying? Sorry. So... A what happened was yeah, Luke and I got and really into it, and we were like writing up contracts and oh yeah, we trying a lot of to time. get yeah we were we were trying we put really a lot hard. of time into that. Um, we we wrote out a contract and like 
we were doing like invoice for them, like what it would cost, trying to figure out what like the equation would be of how many X amount of players would cover our tickets or did they cover our tickets and we they didn't even my uncle didn't even use the contract he said he said he just asked families which is probably the better idea yeah. but sam and i are like let's cover our well I, let's we, cover, we our to cover everything yeah i'm fine with it if oh, he didn't yeah. use it it's still happening oh yeah so we're my we're gonna be on the call tonight to figure out if we're gonna even make any money if we're right now i believe we're gonna make some money and get flown out yeah. even if we lose some money even I'm if we lose like 50 bucks i'm fine getting out to california because we're gonna connect with people out there and see what it's like. We're going to pitch ourselves to someone in California about, hey, would you want to hire us for your company? Or can we cover your company here? Or how could that work? If we get to meet with him, hopefully yeah. we do. We have a connection that won a short film, an Oscar for a short film. Yeah. And went to USC film school. We're going to trap pop. I want to check out USC if we can. Yeah, that would be very cool. I want to go to In-N-Out. I want to go to In-N-Out too. I'm and so then, I'm worried though because everyone craps on In-N-Out when they try it for the first time. I don't. I've seen almost the different, but that's all we're gonna say. <laughs> burger review. I, I want it to be good. Burger <laughs> review. Okay. We just want to tell you, California is happening, and it's gonna be awesome, and it's something super important to us because we're in Michigan, and we're getting where if we can get flown out to do a job, that's signifying to not only us but our family, people around us that. This is don't doubt. And I feel like we've we're almost pros at making sure people don't doubt us. Like the amount of people that say I don't think you could do that has yeah. been very minimal. Because if they are, they're cut out and we don't give them time. Yeah. And that doesn't really happen. And we just absolutely are like I don't I, like them. They're the worst. <laughs> and but even like that amount of people has been so minimal. And yeah, we've and it's had, not even like we've that. We've got a ton of support as well. Oh yeah, lots of support. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to the fam. The girlfriends. The girlfriends. The, um, that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of support. Right now, the players are becoming very supportive. Yeah, that's of the true. Athletes. A lot of that's being converted over to cinema from Suga. So that's great to see. This podcast is pretty epic. This is a high energy. I think it's going to be more like this. Sam and I are starting to yeah. get the flow of talking, keeping it light. Sam absolutely killed it going into with this information, oh, which I think thanks. we need to. <laughs> I think we need to keep doing with topics because it just helps us flow. Yeah. And if you guys like this, show it some love, give it some likes, give it some comments. If you guys want to keep watching, guys, Saturday morning seven a.m. Saturday morning seven a.m. We're going to come out with our next episode, and you're going to hear when. We are going to Cali, baby. We will see you in the next podcast. This has been Super Productions. Have a good Peace rest of your day. Out. <laughs>